I feel like I'm on the ball today. I even felt exempted from the law today. It's like this revelation dawned on me. It's so amazing, help support the cause. I get everyone involved. I feel like I'm Boys, on the ball. Boys, welcome back. Episode 78 of the Booth Review Podcast. We are here. Very special episode, as you can tell from the title. TVR Trivia is back. If you follow us on Instagram, you already knew that. There's some smack talk going on today on Instagram as well. Seth kind of threw out a little jab at Michael on his Instagram story. So the rivalry's starting to heat up. I love it. Tried to get Robbie Carp to join as well, and then maybe another person to do two-on-two. But plan kind of fell through. Um, so we'll get Carp for you know the next match. But, hey, I like this matchup. Highly anticipated because of everything that was said on social media today, back and forth. We're going to get into trivia in a little bit, but first we got to introduce everybody. Uh, let's start with the man who was talking the shit himself, Seth. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I feel good. Um, I'm 0-2 right now, 0-1 against Michael. Um, really awful showing last time out for me. Um, but, you know, there's a first time for everything, right? So... Got to get the win number hey, one. Hey, you have a clean slate. It's season two. Michael won season one. Now we're coming back with season two in the summer. Perfect timing. A little more official now. We have a nice aesthetic of the of the TBR trivia videos, as all of you who are watching the video can see. So new season guy. Uh, so I wouldn't be too down on yourself. But yeah, not great in season one. Uh, Michael, you were great in season one. Thoughts on why you were great? You know, I trusted the process. Also, it's great, just great to be here with both of you guys. I'm excited to you know, start the second season. Um, but yeah, I trusted the process. You know, one of my biggest faults is, and I've learned from this, you know, I've trained over the offseason. Um, Brennan, you know, I, I, never, I don't go with my gut often. You know, the edge question in the last one. Uh, we have a few, I've had a few mix-ups where, you know, I've been pretty hard on myself and not going with my gut. So I feel like once I do that, once I have done that, um, kind of, you know, Ball gets rolling, and I buzz. So I'm excited to keep doing that this year. Season two, great season. I'm excited to go go against Seth tonight. He's a great competitor. It's going to be a competitive atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's a highly anticipated match. You're a highly anticipated player to watch in season two. Uh, no, it's a big deal. <laughs> far and away the favorite uh, coming into it. I don't want to bring up sore memories here, but over under, how many cheating accusations do you think we're going to have? Across <laughs> I the was board? just going to say <laughs> something say about that. Because <laughs> not from the, see, I have the stripes on tonight, boys. I don't, I don't, I don't play favorites. I don't think anybody cheated last year. Um, I was, you know, it was brought to my attention by two avid listeners, and they presented their case. I reviewed it, and I didn't find any evidence of cheating anywhere. I went back and I watched the tape. There was nothing. So I am on the side of all of our players are clean right now, but how many, and I think that we're clean through and through, but how many accusations? I think we'll get a few. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. See, the thing I found funny about it is just, we were like, neither one of us saw anything, right? Like there was yeah. no point during, I, and you know, maybe I was a little bit stuck in my own head of like, Oh, I'm doing terrible right now. But like, I never once ever had like just the smallest inkling of a thought that you were cheating and so i found it hilarious when i got the text from will it like the next day or two days later saying yo someone thinks that like you cheated <laughs> it's like what is happening yeah it was like it'd be one thing if like seth was like you know called for me to take a look at it because he thought that but like it wasn't even someone involved it was someone who was listening 
to the podcast yeah. version too, which is like you don't you don't even see what's going on if you're listening on the podcast. So I don't know what they thought. Maybe they just don't like you, Michael. That might be There's a high chance that you know my <laughs> enemies are listening to the podcast. So thank you for yeah. the views. You know, big yeah. guy. Um, yeah. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, we we take our we take the punches and we roll with them. And we move on. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I kind of mentioned my fit. I'm donning the stripes tonight and my token sombrero hat from the streams because a little foreshadowing. I said earlier or on the last podcast, the streams are coming back. So just wanted to get familiarized with the hat again and just to remind everybody that I did create this look. No one else except for me created this look of the sombrero. So let's just put that out in the open right now. It's my look and yes. it's no one else's. Thank you. All right. New shirts um, up on the TVR store, everybody. That's right. We have new shirts. Thank you. Uh, two of the shirts just got delivered to my house today. Uh, Orange is better burnt came to my house today. Uh, we have Pictionary shirts up as well from the legendary Pictionary episode that masterpiece of a drawing that looks like it came straight out of a first grade classroom. You can get those on the TBR website. Uh, just go to the Instagram link in the bio TBR online store, scroll to the bottom. That's where you can find the Pictionary shirts. Um, and yeah, I hope to see everybody donning Pictionary shirts because it's actually a fucking sick shirt. Um, and I ordered one for everybody in TBR as well. Michael has some TBR merch coming his way. Um, long overdue. Cause I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally right. shipped the merchandise to his neighbor and we're assuming oh. they just kept it. So <laughs> I never got it. Did, did uh, yeah. Never, never got it back. Yeah. Yeah. So we just you know, chalk it up to whatever me putting in one ad, one number wrong Ten. instead of the other <laughs> wrong. Yeah. It's 11. It's supposed to, yeah, you know, that's my bad, but, uh, but it's coming to my house and then I'm just going to hand deliver it to you so that there's no confusion. Cause I know my address. Uh, I think. I would hope so. so. I was going to say, I would hope <laughs> you know your address. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. If it doesn't get here, then we're going to have to put in put in another call to the uh, the people that make merchandise and be like, hey, I screwed up again. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, everyone just look highlights of the week because this isn't really, we're not going to talk on this podcast other than trivia. So one good thing or bad thing, I don't know, that happened to you this week. Let's start with Seth. What is it? I don't know, man. I've had a really, oh, oh, something that gave me some real joy today. So I'm working at a medical device company, the same company I worked at last summer. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the company that my mom works for. And I'm just like helping out with some stuff. Today was mostly like data input stuff. And, you know, I'm sitting in, typing my numbers and I'm looking at it and I look up on the screen and it looked off. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And so with, with, you know, data input there's always a range that's like the acceptable range and the way the data sheet on the computer and on like the physical form that the guy was like writing the numbers on were set up they had the greater than equal to sign backwards so it said 35 is greater than or equal to t which was temperature which is greater than or equal to 39 which is impossible just doesn't make any sense, right? So they had it backwards. It was supposed to be between 35 and 39. And instead, they somehow made it to be less than 39, but also greater than 35. And I caught it. And I'm a journalism student. And these people are all engineers. And so that made me very <laughs> happy to like find that. Sick. 
Good job. Good I'm a for journalism you. student. That's fine. I'm a journalism student. He's a intermediate guys. Come on. <laughs> he's a podcaster at heart, literally. And he's out yes. here catching, you know, medical mistakes, medical mathematical mistakes. I'm proud of you, Seth. Michael, lay it on me. What's what's going on? I, to be honest, couldn't really tell you. Um, let's see. Vanderbilt lost. That's a dub for us. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mississippi State won, but we all know NC State really won. So yeah. we'll take that. Um, what I, was, I find it funny how we chirped Mississippi State and then they won two straight games. I know. I, I ate my words so bad. <laughs> yeah. when I was like, Mississippi State is not at the same level. And then they smoked yeah. them in two games. Uh, <laughs> happy that I didn't really, from what, from what I recall, I didn't really like, on Mississippi State that much. I kind of was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen. Though. They, Annabelle, man, oh my God. Awful. Boy, did awful they game. cover the spread. <laughs> yeah, no. They like quadrupled their spread. Oh, it, like I said, that was the one thing I was right about was the over. It hit every night. I was yeah. like, hammer the over all three games, and it hit. Um, mainly yeah. thanks to each individual team's effort. It wasn't like, you know, you have an over of like eight. Sometimes a lot of times in the MLB, it's like five to four five games. We'll hit the yeah. over. Yeah. It was all just one side. It was literally like nine, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that's a highlight. You know, I haven't really done anything too spectacular. So yeah. I'll take that. That's, that's it. That's a highlight and a half. And we've got more highlights coming up in the next few weeks, big content, you know, craziness from TBR. So excited for all of that. Um, I think the best part of my week, the reason I bring it up, was uh, not to harp on it, and I said I wouldn't harp on it anymore, but things change. I lied. Um, the the person who ran, ran the fake account reached out to me, uh, not on the fake account. And the best part of the whole thing was that they were trying to pretend like they didn't know anything about the fake account. Like, really? we clearly, like, I know who it is. Like, it's not speculation anymore. I know who it is. We called them out on this podcast. They listened to the podcast and still somehow were trying to convince me that it wasn't them. It was like OJ saying that he wants to find the real killer. Like, we don't know who did it, but you know, it was, it was ridiculous. The kid was just like sitting here like, Oh, like, like actually taking a moral like stance against the fake account. He's like, I, I don't know who did that, but like, but, you know, if I if it were me and I knew about that, I would have shut it down immediately because that's the kind of person I am. Like, dead serious. And I was like, but it's fucking you. Like, like what are you saying to me right now? I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought it was funny that, like, you know, this literally we still have people trying to convince us that the fake account is not who the fake account is, but we all know who the fake account is. And they know we know. Um, yeah. That they know sense. we know. They know we know. You already know that they've been done knowing that. <laughs> they've yeah, been done knowing know it. <laughs> oh, shit. I dropped my dry erase marker thing, which is essential to the game of trivia because I keep score on a whiteboard. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and that's our transition into what is game one, match one, I guess, match one of season two of TBR Trivia. Uh, no tale of tape. Season one doesn't matter anymore. Michael's the defending champion, and that's all you need to know. Um, but let's get right into it. Another, uh, like, kind of, not warning, but, like, preface to this is, like, we're trying new things technologically. We're on Zoom tonight, which we're never on Zoom. 
the only reason we're on Zoom is so I can screen share so that you guys can see the questions. And then it looks better, um, which it does. But this is all new to us. So if I screw up or if anything like goes astray or haywire or whatever, just like roll with us until we get this down pat. Um, but we did it on Zoom one time. We didn't end up posting the video, but uh, Michael and Carp did a match on Zoom. And I think it went pretty well. Um, so this is how we're going to do it. Since you're both technically zero and zero on the season, we're going to flip a coin. And then the person who wins the coin toss is going to decide uh, who goes first or second or whatever. You can defer. You can decide to go first. Um, it, it literally just means you get the first question. There's no, I don't think there's an advantage to going first. There's because no it, advantage at all. There's no advantage. You just, your voice is heard first. So yeah. we're going to flip and Michael's going to call it because you had the better record last year. So Michael, please call it in the air. Tails. It was heads. Yeah. Seth, you can choose to go first or not. It doesn't really matter either way. I'm going to go first. All righty, Roo. Oh, that's a bold move. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Might come back to bat him in the ass later. We'll see. <laughs> Will this Might move scale. out for him? <laughs> We should keep a record, even though it doesn't matter, of like how many times the person who wins the coin toss wins the match in trivia. <laughs> just so, so we have like stats so to back up. Say it, yeah. We There's a six fifty three win percentage, right? <laughs> <laughs> even though it has no impact on the game at all. All right, Seth. Your first question. I'm going to get it on the screen right now. Round one is college baseball. Oh, I should have. <laughs> oh, this, this is this is a Lynch category. I should have mentioned this before. That's cap. It's just not true. Yeah, it's just not. Uh, it's anybody's category. It's anybody's game. Um, lifelines. You have your double and you have your phone a friend. You can choose Swag. to use them whenever you want. You just have to let me know. You can do the phone a friend after you read the question, but you have to do the double before you hear the question. You get one double each, one phone a friend each. There's 12 rounds of trivia. There's a bonus after six rounds. If you're tied after 12, we go to an overtime round. That's pretty much all you need to know. Do I have any takers on the double? No, God, no. Thank you. Did not. Think no, so. thank you. Seth, this ACC school leads the NCAA with the most College World Series appearances without a championship. 23 times they made it to the College World Series, have not won a single championship. So, what defines making it to the College World Series? Does that mean Ask like the Super Regional? Into the so, final college world so series it, bracket, going, like the actual final, Omaha, like going to Omaha, going to yeah, Omaha. ACC yeah, yeah. okay. So that's like Boston College, it's like UNC, Notre Dame. I think is ACC for baseball. Um, man, I mean, I guess I guess I'll say Notre Dame. Screw it. I don't know. Notre Dame wrong. final answer. Locking it in? Yep. yep. Not right. Michael with a chance to steal. Um, I believe I know this one. Is it Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech final answer. Michael with yeah. a chance to steal. Are you locking it in? I am locking it in. Ah. Florida State. Ah. Okay. Literally I never would have come up with either one of those answers. Yeah. Like, so just the thing for the thing for me was on the like ESPN last night since Mississippi State that was the school's like first ever national title. They yeah, were yeah, those are first national like, title period. Like forget yeah, just baseball. It was like exactly. all across the board. So they yeah, were like on crazy. that list. So I for some reason I thought it was um Virginia Tech. 
Florida State, though. Same color as Maroon. Just the Maroon, though. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, uh, no blood drawn on the Florida State question. I found that kind of crazy that they've been to the most, you, especially with college baseball, if you have such a dominant program, you feel like you're bound to win at some point. But well, Florida I mean, State I don't know. I don't, like, I guess I don't think of Florida State as like a as dominant baseball, baseball school, but right? I, I mean, they are. You just right. Say, yeah, like, yeah, clearly, yeah. right? But like everyone thinks of like if someone said, Hey, what do you think of when you hear FSU? You probably would say football first. I think most people would. And then second, you probably say basketball, just especially in recent years, they played pretty well in basketball. So Yeah, I agree. But yeah, little fun little tidbit for all of you out there. All right, we're going to Michael now. Michael, this is your question. This big ten school leads the NCAA, excluding Ivy League schools with the longest college world series drought appearing in their last in 1950. Only Seth was alive the last time they appeared. <laughs> oh my God. Boom. Big 10 school. There's so many big 10 schools. I used to think oh the big 10 God. was just 10 schools. <laughs> it should be. It, yeah, I was I was say it, it should be. Sense. Big 10 and big 12 <laughs> should be 10 schools and 12 schools. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it's not. Um, Big Ten. There's so many. Uh, it's I can't. I don't think I can ask that. I'm trying to think of the football, but are the conferences the same? Like, not necessarily, think, right? Because, like, like I said, Notre Dame's an ACC yeah. school for like basketball, and I think baseball for the well, most so. part. Yes. But there are some exclusions, especially with like schools that are independent, can like float between different conferences based on schools. But for the most part, yes. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's um, not like, you know, a huge Big Ten football school is like SEC for baseball. Yeah. Um, oh, this is tough. Um, okay, I'm going to say... Iowa State. Iowa State, final answer. Yeah. Imagine if I got them. They're, they're not Big Ten, are they? They're not? Isn't it Iowa 12. that's Big Ten? Yeah, Iowa's Big Ten. Oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. I do, I do shit like that all the time. I think, well, I mean, uh, it's not like that far off because Iowa isn't. I think Iowa State, is, at least for football, they're Big 12 because they were in the Big 12 championship this year. Yeah, that was my bad. I do stupid things. Like Seth, with the chance to steal. Big Ten I'm gonna school, say Michigan. Michigan, final answer. Yeah. Rutgers. Oh, no, yeah, Rutgers. The, the most Rutgers. irrelevant <laughs> Big Ten <laughs> school to exist. <laughs> I was actually thinking about Rutgers. I'm not I'm kidding. Right hand of That was the one that was like. We did the college football game day pick them. We used to dog on Rutgers every time. Like, they should get kicked out of the Big Ten. Oh, I, that's all I remember big... about Rutgers. <laughs> Their only redeeming quality is that they had the McCourty brothers go through there. That's it. That yeah. actually pisses me off. I was thinking about that. Uh, too bad. Uh, go with the gut, no right? Go with the gut. Yeah, you've said before the episode. I know. Blood, you need to go with your gut. And oh god, I don't know. It's all good. No blood drawn. Two two goose eggs put up in the first round. We're still zero zero. I should add too. I should. I said this to them before we started recording. I think I made this episode a little. Are these these questions a little harder? Just because it's the first one of the season, it's the opening match. Uh, they definitely are difficult questions. So if you're playing along at home or in your car, wherever you listen to our podcast, just keep that in mind that this is a little harder than the average trivia uh, round. But zero zero after round one, we're headed on to the next round, and it goes right back to Michael. The Olympics round. I would two. not like to double. 
the Olympics. Apollo Ono. <laughs> I'm not doing Apollo Ono questions twice. <laughs> no doubles? No, oh, thank you. No. All right, Michael. This question is yours. This European city has hosted the Summer Olympics more often than any other city, having hosted it three times. Athens, Greece. Final answer. Yeah. With a chance to steal. Oh, it is. European city. Okay. Athens is in Greece, which is Europe. Is Should Greece in Europe? Yeah, it is. <gasps> okay, I don't. I, I don't know. It, I, th- I think it is. is. It is. Trust I'm, me. I'm not. I'm not that. good. I'm not good with geography. I believe. No, it, it is. I think of like. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say London. Why not? Final answer? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Damn. Damn. London, England. Three-time Wait host. Way to take the easy way out, Seth. in 2012. Way to take the easy way out. Oh, all right. One point goes to Seth. We're one nothing, And the next question goes right back to him. This city was host to the highest attended Olympics of all time when 8.3 million people attended their Summer Olympic Games. Okay, so I have two thoughts on this. My first thought is that it would be in America, just because America, I feel like, shows out for sporting events, and so that makes sense to me. My other thought on it is that it would be something recent. So, like, the... I mean, what was the most recent Summer Olympics? Uh, this summer. Well, yes, but the most recent one that actually happened would have been what, Rio? So, yeah. hmm. And then London was 2012. I feel like you wouldn't say London twice in a row. Though. I'm going to go Rio. Final answer, Rio. Yep. Ah, not Rio. Yeah, I'm gonna backtrack to Seth's train of thought here. Um, I think I think it's Atlanta because wasn't that like a really big Olympics? Like, wasn't it like a, I feel like that was a milestone Olympic too. Like the like the year that it happened. So well, it was wasn't like, there like a big like bomb threat or something? Well, yeah, like that? that was like that's a different story. But I mean, like the Olympics there was an Olympic, actual but, bomb. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I'm gonna go Atlanta. Final answer, I like Atlanta. that answer. That was going to be yeah, I think, I think Atlanta is correct. I believe it was 1996. They called it the Centennial Olympics. Yes, that's what uh, I'm going That was a Thank trivia you. question. Richard Jewell, the, the guy who found yeah. the bomb, who was the scapegoat, that was a trivia question early on. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. They just made a movie about that too, right? Like a year or two yeah, ago? Yeah, that, that was the question. It was named the movie, and I think it was for Carp, and he like knew everything about the movie but couldn't get the guy's name, and it's Richard Jewell. That's awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, good pull, Michael. Good train of thought as well. Uh, 96 Olympics in Atlanta. All right, we're 1-1 after two rounds. Moving swiftly along to round three, the 4th of July, because the 4th of July uh-huh. is this weekend. And we like to Joey Chestnut. current. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do we have any doubles on the 4th of July? No, thank no. you. Okay, it goes to Seth now, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, Seth. Three U.S. presidents who signed the Declaration of Independence died on July 4th. John Adams, 
and Thomas Jefferson both died on July 4th, 1826. Name the third president who died five years later. There's also like a noise in the middle of the podcast or in the middle. of Was that me or was that, did anyone else hear that? I think it was one of us. It was probably me. Oh, okay. That's fine. I just didn't know if like, I made noise. My bad. See, it would third help if I knew. Who died on the 4th of July. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say Madison. James Madison, final answer? Yes, sir. Oh, and Michael DeSteele, who is historically good with presidents. Yeah, not the early ones. That's where I like shouldn't. Okay, so old U.S. president. So he died in eighteen thirty-one. Yes, that would be five years after. That's helpful, because you know five years. Um. So you know he wasn't president past uh, 1831. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably wouldn't. Oh, yeah, he would still be. Question. You might not be able to answer. So am I correct that John Adams was the second president and Thomas Jefferson was the third? Am I correct about the order of that? Or is that not answerable? I, I think so. Yeah, okay. Is that a, you're, you're not sure if it's, Three or okay, I, okay, I can answer. The I also don't think it's relevant, right? No, it's like, not, but it, it, it just helps me out. My strength. I know Thomas Jefferson was the third, but there are two John Adams, and I don't know yeah, which were, John okay. Adams came first. Okay, thank you, though. Yes, um, it's tough. Um, so stumpy. Um, George Washington, because he was the first. Final answer. Sure. Seth was on to something. It's James Monroe. Ah, yes. yeah, I never would have gotten that. <laughs> never would have gotten <laughs> uh, Yeah, kind of weird when I was doing the research for trivia, kind of weird that three U.S. presidents died on July 4th. Well, also, uh, like, Monroe's kind of the most irrelevant president ever. Like, oh, think about I, it. I would argue that there's other irrelevant ones. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. But, there's some but that like, like, you don't even know the names of. Oh, well, that's true, too. But, like, when you think of, like, the early ones, like, that, that those first, like, five, I feel like the ones that always come up are, like, Adams and Jefferson and yeah, obviously Washington and then like Madison I feel like it's a pretty popular one too like I feel like Monroe is yeah. always the forgotten one of that group good point yeah all right uh now to Michael correct yes Michael here is your question this U.S. president who served as the 30th president of the United States is the only president to have been born on the 4th of July going a little switcheroo we are not losing life we are gaining some Thirtieth um, president. What are we on now? Forty-five, forty-six, six. Okay, so that was. Would it be right to say that it'd be like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, or is that like too far? I have no idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea. Um. Tough one. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna think of like presidents around that time. Yeah, like not it's not FDR, it's not Teddy Roosevelt, it's not Hoover. Um, Coolidge was around there. Um, who else? Uh, uh, July 4th birthday. Uh, was it Coolidge? Calvin Coolidge? That's a shot in the door. Would you like to lock that in as your final answer? Sure. I feel, I feel like I've heard, like, I think he's the 30th president. Calvin Coolidge, final answer. Yeah, Calvin Coolidge. The gut one real guess. This one. <laughs> I like kind of knew the like the thirtieth. Like, oh, okay. I'll play that was a guess and a half. When you mentioned Coolidge, I was like, please just say it. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you've been, like, you've been known to like say one and then completely yeah. go in the opposite direction. I'm like, I was thinking like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds president, and then I feel like I just knew that he was like. Well, I didn't even know this was it, president. It, it, thinking about it logically, right? Really? Like, you, yeah, you no, they didn't have a president before 76, right? So if it was yeah. 30... Thank you, Chef. <laughs> right, right. But, like, if it was the 30th president, and there were 29 terms before that, right? And we know that guys spent more than the four-year term, but at a minimum, right, the earliest possible it could have been was, like, 1890 or something right like that would have been the earliest possible for the 30th president to be but we knew that it was later than that so i was thinking 30s and 40s yeah, well, not that well, i'm like an just, expert in presidents well it was in the 20s because i learned that in american history this year that's just right yeah so it was, cool. it's like in that area right? yeah and that's it that's probably one of the reasons i got that because like fall like yeah see i took regular u.s history and i took it four years ago so yeah so did i but i just took <laughs> right exactly but yeah okay. that was an incredible poll i have to give it to you because when i wrote the question i was trying to keep it fourth of july themed and it just so happened that we had three presidents die on the fourth of july and one that was born on the fourth of july and i was like no one's gonna know who calvin coolidge is i was like i didn't even know that was a person to be honest with like, you and i like like, like history 25 yeah i had no 19, idea 25 yeah so uh that was a good, that was a good lucky it, guess it is two to one heading into round four Round four, Disney movies. Ooh. Ooh. I would not like to double them. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to either. No I doubles. feel like that's going to come back to bite me later, but I'm not going to. We. I don't think it's a new category, obviously. I mean, we've done movies, but like Disney movies right. specifically but is I a feel new like, category. I yeah, feel so like I feel like we don't have a lot of doubles on new movie. categories when we do them. Which, no, uh, all right. Like NHL. <laughs> back to Michael? I believe so. Yeah, because I started round three. Yeah, Michael, here you go. At the 13th annual Oscars, this 1940 movie became the first Disney film to receive an Oscar. Jeez. 1940? Oh my God. Oh, wait, could have been one of the... Um, okay, my immediate two thoughts are Snow White, Cinderella, and then my third one is Pinocchio. So, which I don't even know if that's, I think it's Disney. 
Um, I'm going to go Pinocchio. Actually, no. no. This one, I'm going to stick with my gut. Cinderella. Final answer. Cinderella. Not right. Okay, I'm like, okay. I know. Hence the X. <laughs> my, my two thoughts on this one are Dumbo and then because Michael was about to do Pinocchio and then didn't and then thought that Cinderella was his gut but really wanted to blurt out Pinocchio, I'm also leaning at I didn't. Pinocchio. But I'm going to say Dumbo because that was my original gut answer. Final answer. Yes. Oh. Oh my god, I shot on with it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, can we talk about how good I am at just guessing random shit and then like oh backtracking yeah, it? You just gotta capitalize on it. You were right on That's a I was like Pinocchio was the first thing I thought of. First thing I thought of was Pinocchio. Right on it. And then Seth, too, you had the logic. We talk about this all the time, Carp and I, the trivia process. process. He had it. He goes, since my uh, grew up Pinocchio and wanted to go to it, I want to say it, but I'm not going to. That's oh. such a force. Man, keeping it tight. Two to one. We go to Seth now for the next question. I think we'll see if that one stings in the end. Who knows? Next question. Seth, in 1992, this Disney movie was nominated for six Oscars, including for Best Picture, making it the first animated film to do Lion King. You want to wait? Thank you for No, I don't want to wait. Lion King. Final answer? Yes. Definitely for fucking cutting me off. That's the only answer I was going to get. That was the you only suck. one I was going to give. You're ass cheeks, you buddy. Suck. Michael said, oh God. You suck. That was the only one I was ever going to get. Michael with a I wasn't going to guess any other movie after that. Uh, I want to think, I'm thinking like Toy Story, maybe. I'll remind That's the people at home who might not have heard me finish the question. <laughs> yeah, really, Disney yeah. movie in 1992 that was nominated for six Oscars, including the Oscar for Best Picture, making it the first animated film in history to do so. Um, I feel like Toy Story might have been earlier. The things with Disney movies is because we all you watch them whenever you grow up, you don't really know when they're released unless they come out what, like during your childhood. Right. That was my so thing like, with Pinocchio. I was like 1940. Yeah, exactly. It was like 80 years ago. <laughs> That's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say actually I'll let you finish. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say choice story. Final answer. Yes. Not Toy Story. Bow and Bell, Beauty and Beast. Oh yeah, never would have really? guessed that. Six never would have guessed that. Yeah, I guess it was pretty popular back in the day. I, I would have uh, said Lion King a million times out of a million. There was no chance I was not. You already did. Lion King, Lion King, Lion King. Yeah, you Lion King. Was wrong. Lion King. Because <laughs> Lion King did win a ton of awards. Because that's that's a yeah, funny story I think about it's Lion a King. After ninety two, I think it's ninety five or ninety seven. Well, ninety five is Toy Story, but um, the the funny thing with Lion King was that they almost scrapped the project. Like they were going to get rid of it and then they finally like kicked it into gear and like got it out and it became one of the most popular Disney movies of all time. Yeah, that's my favorite. And so that's movie. what stuck me on it and I was like, that's what it's gotta be. Yeah. Um still two to one after four rounds. What before we go on to the next round, what I was gonna say is like it just came to me. It's like it's gonna be crazy in like twenty years that like movies like Pinocchio are gonna be a hundred years old. 
and like That's still tough. probably relevant Disney movies, which is crazy. Uh, just that thought just came to me. All right, next round. Kind of peppered you guys through the first uh, four. It's two to one. So let's lighten it up with some NBA. National Basketball Association. Two to one, oh, Michael. As a score reminder, a lot of trivia left. It's so tough not knowing the categories. Oh, it's NBA. No, I'm saying like what you not knowing the categories that are gonna come later. Right. Right? Yeah. I'm doubling. I'm not gonna double. This I could get this right, but I'm not doing my double. Seth, double or I, I've had a bad NBA history on this, so I'm gonna not double. Okay. The first question goes to you, right? Yep. Here you are. In the 1995 NBA draft, this power forward became the first player in two decades you, to be drafted out of high school when he was drafted fifth overall out of Farragut Academy. I believe it's Kevin Garnett, and I'm locking that in. Kevin Garnett, final answer? Y- yes. Kevin Garnett is correct. Mother. <laughs> How is that in any way my fault? <laughs> Nice, no, nice no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was not a that was not a you. That was a me. Oh. That was a me telling myself. Okay. Hey, it's fine. You tied the game up and there's a lot of trivia left. Michael, to yeah. you. In yeah, 2001, yeah. this Glenn Academy Glenn Academy graduate made history as the first high school player to be taken first overall when he was drafted by the Wizards. Dude, what? The Wizards? <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan? Uh, no, okay. Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Do you know this one? Yes. Know Seth knows it. <laughs> well, that doesn't help. Oh, it helps if I get a. Um, there's gonna be some rando. If it's some of your wait, no, clinic academy. I would be so mad if I get this wrong now too, because I swear I know the answer. This might be a this might be a phone a friend just so I can reserve my lead. I don't know who's gonna know Ooh. this. Well, you don't. Oh, you 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 don't have a lead, but you're tied. Well, I know, but I'm saying so I can get the lead. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know this point. at all. Um, friend, are you gonna give it to Seth? Seth could be bluffing. I'm, for I all know, I'm, I'm trying to think of who might actually know this. I'm trying to think of like a basketball nerd. Uh, we don't know any. <laughs> I know I don't know anybody that like actually likes basketball. I was gonna say, I was like, oh, this is really tough. The other in future situations, podcast, you can always phone me for an NBA question because yeah, okay. I I I know a decent amount about the NBA. Yeah, I don't even know where to start with this. I actually don't know if I even want to waste the phone a friend. That's not really wasting it though. I don't even know who would have gone drafted that year. Honestly, couldn't tell you another guy that got drafted in that one. I just know this guy. Um, Jeez. This is so difficult. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) It's fine. It's not even premature. I'm going to give an answer. Um... Uh, Seth Hellman. <laughs> Seth, do you have it? Kwame Brown. Who the fuck is that? That's 
right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you don't know who Kwame Brown is, dude? He's been in the news for like the past month and a half. But so Kwame Brown got berated by Michael Jordan because this was the Michael Jordan Wizards days. And then eventually found his way to the Lakers, who then eventually flipped him for Pau Gasol, which triggered the famous Kwame Brown rant by Stephen A. Smith on live television and led to Kobe Bryant getting his fourth and fifth rings in the NBA. Nice. I would have never known that. Thanks for the rundown. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Seth, commanding, commanding round there. Takes both points from the round. Goes up three really to two. I wish I doubled. Yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. devastating had he doubled. Um, no, not really. He'd be up by one more point. But uh, we go on to round six. Seth has a Wait, If I double, do lead. I not get two points for the steal? No, just one. No, you don't, because I didn't uh, double. Okay. Here we Rocky. go. They still have all their lifelines heading into round six. Last round before the bonus. NCAA covers. No, thank you. No doubles. None at all. Okay. How this is going to work. I'm going to show you a, in the spirit of the NIL getting passed yesterday, I'm going to show you a cover of an NCAA video game. And I have blurred the year out. You have to tell me what year this game is. So you don't have to identify the player. That would be too hard because there's some randos. Um, but you just have to tell me what year this game was. It goes to Michael, right? Yeah. Michael, what year was this NCAA football video game? Jesus. Could be anything. The last one, I think, was 2012. Don't know if that's true. Um, 08, 09, 10, 11. Um, oh, could be any of those. <laughs> could be any of those. Uh, um, I wish I like played the games when I was younger because then I could just like you know I mean? remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have like an idea. Um I wanna say 2008. NCA 08, final answer? Yeah. Yeah. Seth with a chance to steal. Ten. NCA football ten, final answer. Yeah. You're both right around it. It was 09. Oh, no. <laughs> Who That's is tough. that? That's, um, oh, what's his name? The running back, not DeMarco Murray. No, Sean. Is it no Sean Moreno? Is that who that is? Probably. Hold on. I looked this up earlier so that I could be able to say who it was and I completely forgot. Darren McFadden. Darren McFadden. Sorry, I was close. Oh, wow. I said DeMarco Murray and then no Sean Moreno. All right, this one goes to Seth. Seth, give me the year of this NCAA March Madness video game. I can give you the player. Isn't that Raymond Felton? It is Raymond Felton, yes. Unfortunately, okay. I need the year. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I know it's before 20... Uh, let's think about this. It's before 2012. I can guarantee you that. And it's probably well before 2012 because 2012, Raymond Felton was on the Knicks. That's when That was the last time they made the playoffs before this year. So, and I want to say he had been in the league for at least like four years. 
I'm going to say like, oh, well, and it's on the Xbox. That's the other thing that really, I'm going to say, oh, five. Oh, five. Final answer. Yeah. Michael with a chance to steal. I don't know. Using context clues from Seth. Oh, four seems too old. Uh, Oh, six. Or. NCAA 06, final answer. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, that's, I know, yeah. So, yeah. That's it. The process helped wow. them out big time. NCAA Dude. 06. Like, I don't, I would never know Ties that. it up before the bonus. <laughs> wow. Michael, that was big. I don't know who that is. Seth is like, oh, isn't that Raymond something? <laughs> Raymond fell like, huh? <laughs> All right. I'm back with my new headphones. Three to three, heading into the bonus. Wild game. I'm here for the ride. I'm excited. Here is what we do at the bonus. I said this category was in the spirit of the NCAA passing the NIL. Why don't we double back and talk about some NCAA earnings for our bonus round? If you're new to TBR Trivia, this is how the bonus works. I'm going to propose an open-ended question that has multiple answers to it, mostly rankings. And... They have to, the contestants, Seth and Michael, have to, you know, just tell me where these, you know, teams, or not where these teams rank, but if name a team or name a program, whatever, on the list, it's on there. They get a point. We do soccer shootout rules. Best of five. If they're tied after five, we keep going. Or, you know, best after five. Whatever. Um, Seth won the coin toss to start. Do you want to start now or do you want to defer? Yeah, I want to start. Okay. Here's the question. Name the top 25 highest revenue producing collegiate athletic programs in the country. And so this is, you, are we naming the school or are we naming the, the school? Yeah, the not school. the sport, just the school. And it's going to take me a while because the list is long to find it. So just bear with me as I do this. Alabama. Um, USC. I like that answer. Even if it's not on the list somehow, I like that answer. University of Southern California. Why did I write it in such small font? It's not on there, I'm gonna cry. Dude, are you no kidding me? No way. It always happens in the bonus rounds. That's crazy. Um, all right, Clemson. How the hell are Clemson on there? Because football. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay, uh, Miami. It means of Ohio, just so you know. (laughs) What the fuck? What? Neither you, Miami, nor Miami of Ohio are on this list. Oh, my. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, Duke. No way. Okay. The door is open for Michael here. Just a little bit. Yeah, if I don't walk right into it. Um, Michigan. I like that answer. I'm going to say Notre Dame. Oh, my. I think there's something with Notre Dame, like they can't make money or something. 
Well, they can. I guess the issue is that they 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 probably don't get the extra bonus. Like I'm sure every conference gives you a certain amount of money for being in the conference, and Notre Dame doesn't get that for football, which is probably the big driver in that. Yeah. Um, Stanford. They have sports. Yes, they yes, do. A lot of colleges have sports. How the fuck does right, so This is to if I get this bonus. question. This is round five, right? This is, this is round bonus. You're right, but yeah. bonus part five. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay, so if you, I get, if you this, get right, this, I win, win. The bonus. Yes, if you get this, you yes. win the bonus. Okay, here we go. So let's think about this. Where he said, bam, where he said, Ohio State. Oh my God, Ohio State. Seth wins the bonus. You can see the full list. <laughs> Just started now. thinking national champions. Texas, Texas A&M, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, Penn State, Alabama, Oklahoma, Florida, LSU, Wisconsin, Florida State, Auburn, Iowa, thanks in large part to me, Kentucky, Tennessee, (laughs) Southern Carolina, South Carolina, Michigan State, Louisville, Arkansas, Nebraska, Clemson, Washington, Minnesota, and Indiana. And as this list proves, Texas is indeed, sorry, orange is indeed better burnt. Orange is better burnt. Thank you. Yes, Texas is the highest revenue producing collegiate athletic school in the country. Um, Seth jumps out to a 5-3 lead after that one. Um, but yeah, pretty good. I don't know. I thought, I, thought, I thought some of the bigger, like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State would have gone a lot quicker. Uh, but I get that everyone's a little rusty. It's fine. All right, we go to round seven, which goes to I Seth. should be starting. Yeah, yes. I start all the odd ones. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. I don't know why I've never thought about that before. Um, Seth, this is, well, this is a category for everybody. Oh, sorry. So fuck. Don't look. I I have to say that I saw both answers. Both. Yeah. You might have to skip that. All right. Should we skip that round? Yeah. Can you just give the questions so that people can hear it? And so that I can. Sure. We'll say the questions. Fuck. I don't know why it did that. Well, there's our technical difficulty. It like lagged out and then just went all the way. Okay, this, it was MLB, which I think you guys would have, I don't know if you, whatever. Uh, in the 1950s, I this franchise became the first to put jersey numbers on the front of their uniforms in addition to the back. You already I don't think I would have guessed that. Dodgers, I would have accepted Dodgers. And then this franchise is recognized as the first MLB franchise to have worn pinstripes on their uniform. And I probably would have said Yankees, Yankees if I somehow Cubs. came up to that one. All right, now we're switching. Seth, you are now the even numbers, and Michael is the odd number. We're going to pretend like there was no round seven. We're playing 11 rounds of trivia tonight. Geography. Round eight. If there was a way to like anti-double, I'd do it. I don't even know what that means. Me either. I would not like the double. Like if there's a way to, like a double to me means I am super confident that I'm getting this one right. And anti-double means I have zero chance of getting this one right. All right. So Seth, it starts with you. Five, three. Here we go. Just lob me one. This state capital is home to the country's first public beach and first lighthouse. All right. First public. So we know it's a coast somewhere. First public beach and first lighthouse. I don't think it's California because I don't think like I think because uh, Sacramento, I know, is the capital of California. I feel like it could be Florida. But the issue is, I don't know what the capital of Florida is. I want to say it's Tallahassee, but I have no idea. 
but then it could be somewhere in like the Carolinas. The accent. Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess technically, no, I don't know if, well, I guess technically it could be like Georgia or Louisiana. Or it could be Texas just because like they've got the Gulfs. I'm going to say Tallahassee because why not? Tallahassee, Florida, final answer. Yes, sir. Michael. Was never getting that right. Boston. Final answer. That'd be friggin' wild. It's Boston. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, I thought the most that sense. was gonna be easier. Yeah, it makes the most sense. 13 colonies. Like and- one of the <laughs> oldest cities. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I wasn't thinking in those capital. terms. I was thinking like warm weather. Yeah. I thought the lighthouse was gonna be the immediate that's, giveaway. Yeah, that's well, because when I th- when you say lighthouse, I think Maine. I guess. Well, I see. I thought Maine and then I thought Boston. I was like, oh, like Boston was like yeah. this area. That was like the key. Fun call. fact it was Revere Beach. Was it really? Interesting. Yep. I read that in right. my studies. All right. Next question goes back to, uh, to Michael. Michael, five, this four, state right? capital, 5 4. This state capital is the oldest state capital and the highest state capital above sea level. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, my gut automatically, like, you, you know, the train of thought's like, oh, well, the first state's Delaware, so it might be Dover. You don't know if it's always been Dover. Man. Um, capital. Could be, I see, the sea level questions always confuse me. I never know those. So I don't really know what that means. <laughs> I suppose sea level means it's, like, vertically up. Uh, elevation right. is higher, yeah. Yeah. Um, what Dover would make sense, I guess. Um, I think I don't know. Um, what's Pennsylvania? Harrisburg? No, that probably wasn't even the. Things they they could have changed over time. That's the thing. I'm I'm just gonna go Dover, Dover, Delaware. Dover, Delaware. Final answer. Yeah. I'm looking that up. I'm sorry. Doing it. Okay. So I don't know anything about most of the state capitals. He did mention Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm just going to trust that that's actually the capital of Pennsylvania. And I'm going to say it. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Final answer. Yeah. Yes. This one's kind of weird. It's Santa Fe, New Mexico, which I was shocked to find out that it was the oldest capital and that it was the highest above sea level. Wait, that's turned me up because I was thinking like when it became an American state, yeah, like United States America. But technically, New Mexico was probably it was already probably that area when it was Mexican land. Right. Yeah, I was like, when you look at oldest state capital, that's what comes up, and I didn't like that state could have. But like that capital could have become a capital in like 1850 or something, right? Like, I don't know, US. No, like, yeah. It was like 1600. Well, right? Oh, was it really? Yeah. It was, it was before the US had been. It's like, it's the oldest 
town. So it's the oldest town to be a capital that that is currently located in the United States. But I would have immediately, my mind, if I were answering this question, would have went to Denver because of Mile High Stadium. Everyone, you know, the elevation. Oh yeah. I would have thought that's easily the highest above sea level, but it's not. Uh, Santa Fe is like seven thousand feet above sea level. Something I don't really know what that means. Well, I do. It's seven thousand feet above sea level. More than a mile high. Craziness. All right. The next one now goes to Michael, but the category first, PGA Tour. No one has used a double. No one has used a phone a friend. It is also, five to four. And we only have, what, three more rounds? Nine, 10, 11, 12, four. Two. Oh, well, three more after this. We, we'll be skip on, Brendan. Yeah, nine, 10, 11, 12. Oh, wait, you're right. Sorry. Four more rounds. Yeah. You're right. My bad. I'm not doubling. Good. I'm not going to do it. No doubles? It's going to be the second time I'm it comes back to bite me because I've been paying such good attention to golf recently. All good. Michael, first question goes to you. Many remember Tiger Woods and Rocco Mediate's 19-hole playoff at the 2008 U.S. Open, but this English golfer was almost included in that playoff, finishing one stroke behind. You hear that? Silence. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, I do know someone who would know this. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I'm going to call Robbie Park. using my phone a friend. <laughs> Will it? You're chances the worst? He, I hate you. <laughs> I was, chances I was just he like, answers. No, the chances he answers are very, very small. For the content. I, he knows we're doing trivia, though, so he might pick up. Yeah, I'm going to call him. Call him right now on FaceTime. He better answer. He does my brain. I, I have no idea. He probably won't answer. Please, Carp. He literally, he, he didn't, he hung up. He hung up? Yes, Carp! Yes! I don't even know if that counts. Does that count? He did. Like, that doesn't, he I, I don't think the, that should count as your phone a friend. Like, I, I yeah. think you should still have your phone a friend, but yeah, you can't yeah, he, clearly well, get Carp's help there, right? Like He acknowledged the fact he, that. Yeah, that's the thing is he acknowledged and he hung up on you. It, yeah, it rang for way too long. I'm I'm willing to allow him to have another phone. All right, well, now I need to think. I need to think of someone. Oh, you don't need. Or to you could just forfeit either. the question. I'm quit. Like, still a lot of trivia left. I feel like context one. clues. I, I I feel like I have this just from context, but like it could also just be some random dude I've never heard of. So, okay, I'm gonna think English golfers. A lot of them. Pretty popular over there. Um, I'm gonna say, dude, I can't believe he just did. He just really hang up on me. That's, That's unbelievable. Hey, maybe he yeah. wants you to not win so he can. Harp's the real MVP. <laughs> if I somehow hold on to win this, I'm gonna give a teary-eyed speech and say, "Robbie Carpentier, you're the real MVP." <laughs> He could be playing mind games with you, Michael, because he knows that he's going to be facing you in trivia soon. Oh, that's a good point. And he doesn't want to help you win. That's honestly a good point. I really have no idea. It's the thing. Think about guys. I mean, would he still be golfing? I don't know. I don't even want to know, like, I don't even know where to go with this. I, I don't even know who's an English golfer today. Rory? Because they, 
You know what I mean? Rory's actually technically Northern Ireland. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. I don't know. Justin Rose. Uh, is Harris English from there? I think he's a, no. Harris English is American. Is he? He's the last name Southern. Mad. Yeah, because it says English. Yeah, he's mad Southern. I think. I know this isn't right, but Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Great final answer. answer. I love it. So this is the only guy that I can think of that was like really good back then. That was, you know, has at least a British accent. I'm going to say Sir Nick Faldo. Sir Nick. Final answer. Yes. He's actually oh. still golfing. It's Lee Westwood. Just got in. No kidding. Yep. Oh. Damn. He like he was he was actually in second place heading into Sunday, and Rocco Mediate jumped him, and Lee Westwood couldn't finish out to uh, to join the playoff with the two of them. But yeah, Lee Westwood just got engaged. His uh, his fiance is his caddy. So that's how. We Congrats, Lee. Lee Westwood. He just had a win too on the tour not too long ago, right? I know. That's why yes. I recognize the name. That's tough. Yeah. All right. Going to Seth. Next question. Seth. The slimmest margin of victory at the Open Championship in recent history was in 2015 when Zach Johnson defeated Mark Leishman and this South African golfer in the playoff. Is it Louis Oosthuizen? Louis Oosthuizen, final answer. Yeah, because it's the only South African golfer I know. That's right. Yeah! Even I would have gotten that one. <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten that. We were just kids because Seth fucking bet on Louis Ustase and to win the U.S. <laughs> <I did>. Open. <laughs> I just because I think he's got a cool name. Yeah, I I say this every time we talk about Louis Ustase and watch the course with him down at TPC Boston. Great guy. All right, it's round ten. Or, well, we finished round nine. Six to four. What's the score? Six four, Seth. I can still come back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily, you still have a double, and you keep your phone a friend because. Carp hung up on you. We're not gonna. We're not gonna have you. Shout what, out to Robert Carpentier. Yeah. Oh, he just texted me. What do you say? Oh no. Said you. What, you just Facetime me. No. Say no. Say no. Be like no. I said yeah. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he would have been. Like, he he would have known that question. Too. I know. <laughs> he screwed me over. He did. It's all good though. Round ten. You both have your doubles. You both have phone of friends. There's a fly on my screen. Going to just move right past that. It's the NHL. I'll double. Yeah, I'm going to have to, too. At oh, this they're point, both like, doubling. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think it's guaranteed that I should, even if I get it wrong. Who do, who do we start with? Seth, right? Yes. Yeah. We start with Seth. Seth, this is your... He time. was in the shower. <laughs> well, oh, you still could have answered like we care. <laughs> We're all friends. All right, Seth, here we go. In 2015, the San Jose Shark was given the longest non-indefinite suspension in NHL history when he was suspended 41 games for a hit on Jakob Silverberg. Is it? Oh. The double-double round. I love Dude, it. I literally just Googled this because I was looking at it. Um... From when Wilson got suspended, right? Is yeah. it? Oh. See, there was a guy who used to make dirty hits that was on like Vancouver. And I want to say that this actually, this hit was a preseason game. If I remember correctly. Um. 
I'm going to phone a friend. I'm going to phone a friend. He's going to use his phone a friend. A lot on the I'm, line here. I'm calling my friend Will. My friend Will knows much about hockey. It's on speaker. He knows much It might about take hockey. once or twice because he's going to... Will? Or not. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing trivia for TBR here. And okay. I'm using my phone a friend on you because okay. I feel like you're going to know this. All right. So in 2015, this San Jose Shark was given the longest non-indefinite suspension in NHL history. He, thank you. That's exactly who I was thinking of, but I couldn't pick his name out. You're the best. All right. Rafi Torres. Torres Rafi Torres, final answer. Huge. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Huge I knew that one. A friend. I knew that one. That, I knew that wasn't one. a preseason game, too, right? I'm not crazy. I have no idea. All right. Eight to four. That was big. Michael can erase the double here by getting this question right. The longest suspension in Stanley Cup Finals history spanned four games and was handed out to this player in 2011. See. Yeah. Um. That was the Bruins run. And I want to say it was like a Canuck. Like there's the whole like Burroughs incident. Biter or whatever, you know, if you wanted to call him. It's hard. I need to think. You do also have a phone, a friend. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to say he was a cock, but it was like a nobody. It wasn't one of their good players. It wasn't like, I know it wasn't Burroughs. It wasn't Burroughs. It wasn't that other guy. You and I talk about him. I, I forget his name, but I know it's not him. He, like, he was like good, and then he kind of like disappeared. Um, oh, it wasn't Kessler with a defenseman. This is really tough. Not to put the pressure on, but a miss and a steal from Seth, I think, would end it. No, yeah. Oh, Nathan Horton hit. Oh, my God. The guy's last name starts like an R. It's short. Oh, my God. Nathan Horton hit. Oh, my God. Can I use a phone in front and even if they don't get it right, can I just like kind of go with my guess? Yes, you can use a phone friend to like talk it out. And you have like, you know, an idea in your head that you could mention to them too. Okay. You don't need to like be mute about it. You can talk, you can yeah. just use someone for moral support. Does they don't need to give you an answer? Okay, I'm trying to think of uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna do that. Maybe just cart get them on here. <laughs> yeah, cart, cart, cart. No. <laughs> yeah, you might know, I don't know. Probably won't, but let's see. Oh, you're actually asking him? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> See if he'll answer this time. If he doesn't answer. Right. What's up? I have a question. This is a hockey-related trivia question. You called the wrong guy. I know, but I, I'm... <laughs> That's what I, I said. I, I, <laughs> hi, Carp. Okay. Hey, Carp. Oh. Okay. My question, do you remember who hit Nathan Horton in the playoffs? Remember when Nathan Horton in 2011 got, like, knocked out unconscious? 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Is that in the Canuck series? Or it was, yeah, it was. It was in the Canuck series. I think his last name was like Rome or something. It was like short. Does that ring a bell or is that completely like... He was, he was like a nobody. Um, fuck. Um, he was like a nobody. No, what? Was it Rome? It was... It was, uh... It was... I think it was... Bro. Yeah. That was actually when I followed Hawk. Yeah. I that's uh, that's who I thought it was. I don't know his first name at all. Someone that... I, mean, right? I think his last name was literally R-O-M-E. No, I think it's... Is it Aaron Rome? That's what I'm going with, Brennan. Final answer, Aaron Rome. Yeah. Shit, sorry. My ringer was off. Man, I'm building suspense big time right here, guys. Aaron Rome is correct. <laughs> wow. <Wild. laughs> That was a I huge that. fucking save by Michael. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. I'm sweating bullets. Okay. Thank you, Carps. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I remembered the last name. That's what That's what helped. And the Aaron, I just like. Yeah, know. it just rolled off the that tongue. Way, like, wow. You no, know, it clicked with. Oh, my God. That's so true. Wow. Dude. The, the one, right when I remembered the Nathan Horton hit, I was like. <laughs> oh, I'm that, sweating bullets. That was, was, if you got that wrong, I was going to guess Rafi Torres. Just because really? you're gonna guess him again. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be bad. Yes. He was in that series too. Wow. Uh, I'm right, by the way, the Rafi Torres hit was a preseason game, I think. Oh nice. It it Wait looks up. like it was. Cool. All right. Not right. the greatest poll in PBR history in your that, Both both of you just I mean, Seth didn't have the poll. Um, that was his friend, but like oh you both doubled down there and you both did four points were on the board and you both took four away. Aaron Unfortunately, Rome. it's I a wash, though. So, let's set the stage. It's eight to six set. Round 11. We have four questions left. Four points on the board. All of your lifelines are gone. The, so, it doesn't even matter for me asking if anyone wants to double at this point. You both just doubled. Round 11, National Football League. You all knew it was coming. Saved it for yeah. round 11. <laughs> We start with Michael. Yes. I think. All right. Michael, here you go. From 2010 to 2018, this NFL player had this career path Tampa Bay, New England, Pittsburgh, New England, Philadelphia, Detroit. Might I add that? Okay. Sorry. No, you're, you're not down by four. I was going to, right? Six, eight to six. Down, by, down two. by two. So, yeah. He's down I, by I, two. I, I thought you were down by four. I was like, you need everything. Tampa yeah, Bay, this is a, New England, Pittsburgh, New England, Philadelphia, Detroit. New England twice is what I have to, and like Philadelphia, Eagles, and Detroit. It's not Amendola because Amendola was, he went to Miami and then Detroit, I think. Right um, Wow. So he retired in 2018? He was not active on an NFL roster past the year 2018. Tampa Bay. I think Seth knows it. Oh, I I know it. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) 
this is like the perfect time for me as far as football knowledge goes. This might take a while. I got like no idea. I'm trying to think of like maybe when we maybe he won a Super Bowl with us. Maybe in twenty like fourteen or fifteen, whenever we beat the Seahawks. Might have been on that team. Oh wait. LeGarrette Blunt. Unbelievable. Let's go. Another great thinking, pull by Michael. I, I thought I was thinking um the entire time, time I was blanking on like what position it might be. I was thinking it would have been the, the New game. England to Philadelphia, which is what I thought characterized that, him. Does, that, yeah. does he have I didn't the know most does he have oh. the most rushing touchdowns in Patriots history, or is it the most rushing touchdowns in a single season in Patriots? Might be single season. Because he he got like, like Dylan or he he got yeah, like twelve know. rushing touchdowns from like the one yard line. Yeah, he oh my god, Smokey. That's what they used to call him. He was fucking money. He's my favorite player. I love Legarrette Blunt. I I Snapchatted him once, and he Snapchatted me back. I remember so, you did tell me that. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with finding pro athletes Snapchats, and I'd send them pictures. None of them response. Legarrette Blunt responded. All right. It's a one-point game, people. <laughs> one-point game, just like that. Michael is on his shit tonight with all the big pulls. Seth, this one goes to you. From 2012 to 2020, this NFL player had this career path. Washington, Dallas, San Francisco, Arizona, New York, Giants. From 12 to 20. So it goes from Washington to Dallas, and then Frisco. Did you just call San Francisco Frisco? Yes. That's funny because the town outside of Dallas is called Frisco, Texas. That's true. Yeah. I was like, damn, Um, I've never heard someone called Dallas Frisco before, and then I realized we were talking about San Francisco. Shoot. Okay, so... Um, so from 12 to 20, let's think about who I know because he was on the Giants first, or no, not the Giants, the Lions. I was thinking wider seat. Well, and now I can't even think of his actual name, so it wouldn't have helped anyway. Um, like I just don't even know who's even on the Giants, bro. Like, that's crazy too. Like three of the four NFC East teams. Oh my god! All right, twenty twelve. Like, oh, okay. Who has Arizona? Who has San Francisco? That's the other. But 12 would be to. See, for a second, I was thinking like Anquan Bolden, because I know that he played for the three teams in the middle, but I couldn't tell you about the ends. 
crap, who was on Washington in 2012? Robert Griffin III was, but it's not him. Or as I think he was in 2012. Or did he get drafted in 13? Um, he was on the cover of NCAA Football 13. Um, uh, I'm... I have no idea. I'm just going to go DeMarco Murray because I know that he's played for a million teams, including Washington and Dallas. DeMarco least, Murray, final answer. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. See, the only reason I think I might know this, that's kind of helped me, is when I was little, like playing like Madden, RG3 was kind of like goaded, not going to lie. And him and... The running, I think, I feel like it's a running back. I feel like those are easier to like track. And I feel like it was like number like 46. His last name is like Morris. I don't know the first name. But I feel like Saquon was hurt this year for the Giants. And I don't watch football that much. But that's like some random name that you could, I don't know. That, uh, the, but I used to run it up in Madden. I feel like that might be like. Does he have to give the full name or does he have to? Yeah, do I need to? Can I give the last name or is that not enough? We we haven't. I would I would accept the last name in this case because it's NFL. We haven't really encountered this before. Yeah, I wouldn't even know his first name if I gave me every name ever. Um, I'll think that for a second. But because Washington and then San Francisco. Are the two teams that I like remember? No, it's not Frank Gore, but that. But I'm trying to think of like. I'll say this: if you can identify the player enough to where you're not like taking a shot in the dark, then I'll give it to you. Yeah, well, I know his number. His number's forty-six. At least it was on the the Redskins. So I'm gonna go Morris. 46 is not more. I'm going to give that to you because you, you fucking pulled it and it's okay. Alfred Morris. Yeah, Alfred never That's how that. I know him too. I, fucking I, Madden. I, I knew his name. <laughs> yeah, I Madden, his right? Name. Number 46. He was an absolute tank. 46 for the Red so- uh, Redskins. Sorry. Oh, sorry. This, he was in football team. Yeah, well, technically sorry. when he played for them, it's accurate to say that he played for the Redskins. Hmm, good point. Dude. I just remember him. He was like a truck. He looked really See, like I truck. didn't want to say no because you had his last name, you had his number, you had the players he played with, you had the year, you had everything. So yeah, all the you identified him enough. He's not in a. Yeah. It's not like it's not like you missed Tom Brady's first name. Like oh that. Brady, oh yeah. He's not relevant enough. I'll give it to you, especially because it ties the game going into round twelve, and we love content. Let's set the stage again, shall we? Imagine eight to eight. Fucking choke this. Unbelievable. <laughs> eight to eight. We're headed into round twelve. No lifelines anymore. The category, World Cup Soccer. Bro, fuck me. I always throw it in there. Don't know how you didn't see it coming. It's the one sport we didn't tackle yet. And we tackle tennis. We could have done Wimbledon. Yeah, was, yeah we could have done tennis. Put, Screw you, Wimbledon. Will it? I almost put Wimbledon there, but then I remembered Seth's mom is like knows everything about Wimbledon. So oh, my God. That. You do remember that. That was the <laughs> last, I, one, I one of the last two times I was on. I asked my mom. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I, I was like, and we'll do Wimbledon on the next one because Wimbledon goes like a month. So we're all good. World Cup. First one goes to Seth. We're tied at eight. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's the first question. This country is home to Miroslav Close. I'm sorry if I said the name wrong. I don't know how to pronounce it. The all-time leading goal scorer at the FIFA World Cup. Bro, what? I'm going to say Russia because it looks Russian. Final answer. Yes. Uh, I was thinking like... Russia would have been my first guess too when I first yeah, saw Yeah, R- Russia. It's not Russia. What's Miroslav? Don't think it's Ukraine. I don't feel like Poland would have a good, like, all-time leading goal scorer. Work my way around Europe. We got the Czech. No. Miroslav. I wish I knew who this was. That'd be helpful. Can you imagine if I was like, oh, yeah, my boy Miroslav. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my dog right there. <laughs> Germany's good at soccer. The Netherlands is good at soccer. I don't think Switzerland is. I don't know how good Poland is. It's not any, it's not like an African or South African or South American team. Um, Could be, but that'd be a weird name. And I'm thinking like Netherlands, which, or... Germany, only because the name is like semi like reasonable. You know, Ger- Germany's good. So I don't know, Germany, because they're good at soccer. I know, like in 2014, I think, or whenever the last one of the, the they were in yeah, the they, had, they had an final. unreal win a few years ago. Yeah, they were like good. So, FIFA, uh, Germany. Germany, final answer. Take yeah, a, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident with that one. To take a one point lead. Before before you show it, I just want to randomly guess that it's either Sweden or Finland, wherever Yaroslav Halak's oh, from, just because the Miroslav. That's pretty valid. Oh, I didn't think of that. I'm still gonna go Germany. Well, I mean, you, right? I only said that because you had locked it in. Yeah. To take a one point lead, going on to the last question in trivia, Michael has guessed Germany. That's right. No way. <laughs> He was on the team when they won the World Cup in 2014. He was. Okay, so my train of thought was pretty valid. Yes. All right. Dude, the heart has been racing for the past 30 minutes. It goes to Michael now. Michael, if you get this, you win. If you miss it, and it goes to seven. Yeah, it does. Oh, shit. If you miss it and it goes to seven, he gets it. We go to a bonus round. It's nine to eight right now. Christ. This is your question. This country is home to Jeff Hurst, the player who has scored the most goals in a World Cup final match. World Cup final match. That means they could have won. Or they, Jeff Hurst. That just sounds like nice European name, especially the way it's spelled. I'm thinking like France. I'm thinking like England. Could be an Irish name. Jeff Hurst. It's kind of a funny name. Uh, Jeff, the name, the way that Jeff is spelled, I was thinking, I'm thinking like, I think it's, I don't think it's a French name. France is good at soccer, though. They have Kylian Mbappe. 
He's good. I don't know why I added that. I'm just like I'm killing like, The reason I'm thinking like England is because like I feel like I could see a Jeff than the America, like in America, United States. It's a pretty basic name. I'm thinking based off of like region and the way that they live. Jeff Hurst, England, Kobe and other ones. I don't think it's France though. I feel like they'd have more of a French name. Uh, Jeff Hurst. The way Jeff is spelled, I just feel like that's English. I'm going to go England. England, final answer. Yeah. This is to win the first match of TBR trivia in season two. Oh, man. To complete a really, really good comeback. You guessed England. And it's right. (laughs) Way Jeff is spelled, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. Incredible comeback. Imagine losing because of freaking soccer, man. Unbelievable. (laughs) I don't know how I got both those right. Michael gets both of them right. And I think I just just played geography right there. And I think that wrote the wrongs of the MLB round and the phone a friend as well with Carl. Um, Oh, my God. That was a really fun match. Um, and Michael comes away victorious and he proves why he was the trivia champion last year because he just has those polls. Seth just looks distraught. I mean, what was I supposed to like? There wasn't a single question in there that I got wrong that in a million years I would have gotten right. All of those I had to pull out of my ass. Like the only situation that I would have won this is if we hadn't messed up MLB Somehow we came out of the MLB round tied, and then this was my last. I think messing up MLB helped you. Well, because you said you weren't going to get either of them. I don't know. I think I would have guessed England on this one, though. Uh, like well, yeah, team. but I'm saying I think right, if right, we were in the MLB, but, I think Michael. But it's would have tough been to say it's 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 tough to say, right? Because like I don't know that I necessarily would have gotten right a lot of the questions that That's Michael true. had that I didn't right. have. That was a pretty evenly matched game, too, I feel like. And I was actually yeah, shocked. Before, I've been just, like, out of it by the time we got to here. That's is what I like. I like, I like the, the drama at the very end. Um, 10 to 8 is our final score. 18 points were taken away by you guys on basically 24 available regular points and then two bonus points, and then you doubled here and there. But, like, the eight to, to score 18 between the two of you was pretty good in a round that I thought I tried to make very hard. So that was a good match. I thought it, I, I thought it was very difficult. Seth, even though you didn't get the win, I think you proved yourself and you bounced back from the last few. Yeah, uh, and I mean, it's not even like, like I'd feel worse if I got, like down the stretch, right, I have the lead, right? And there's a four-point swing there. But I'd feel worse if in those four questions, there were questions that I got wrong that I should have gotten right. Like, if the only situation here where this works out any differently is if he somehow doesn't pull a Garrett Blunt out of his butt. Right? Well, that one, that that clicked, so. Right. That was, okay, so, I think the best pull was Aaron Rowe. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. I just remember absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy I got that. And that then the Garrett one, and then the Alfred like, Morris, we, we, and then when to I, get both World Cup questions. Right. When I say that, though, I mean the only question where if he had gotten it wrong, I know for a fact I would have gotten it right 10 times out of 10, it was the little Garrett one. That was the only yeah. time. But, like, it'd be different if it was, you know, if those four points were points that I could have or should have had. Like, never in a million years was I going to say Alfred Morris. I was never going to yeah. say Germany for the soccer question. You know, I, I never would have gotten Rome, right? Like, if he had somehow gone that Well, that's like, things you learn, too. Like, I think Michael used the process really well tonight. Like, I think it, you didn't know the Germany one, but you – it benefits, too, that he missed Russia because that's such a Russian – Oh, I was – I thought Russia right away. So, as soon as you didn't say, you're like, oh, it's got to be another European. You're like, think about European soccer that is good. Germany just won a World Cup. Yeah, uh, it's seven years ago. Now. And you're like, it, that seems like the most logistic. And that's the process, too, is when you don't know it, how close can you get to it using just context? So I think you did a good job of that tonight. Um, the LeGarrette Blunt, you got well. The Alfred Morris, you did well on. And both of you actually did the, use the process really well. That was a good game. And I think it bodes well for TBR Trivia that it, we can, it was competitive. And then it got Pinocchio. <laughs> and that would have i mean well, I, I mean technically that's te- technically true, yeah <laughs> that, that 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 one's the only one where it's like if i had said it but that's still there's still a lot of ifs to go there right because say i do say pinocchio right it's still 10 to 9 right you yeah. still have to get one more question wrong which you weren't going to you were on a roll like yeah. like it makes like that's the thing i like i'm sitting here and i'm like sure it was a four point swing but it was never not going to be a four-point swing, right? Like there was, and it wasn't there, like wasn't you were blowing him out, and then he just like you just you were up by because of the bonus. Like whoever wins the right. bonus, it's definitely a significant advantage going into the second half. Um, but it wasn't like the game was close. It was tied going into the bonus, right? It was five. It was three-three going into the bonus, and you went up five. I think I had a one-point lead. Wasn't it three-two going into the bonus? No, because I think he got he he did he got March Madness. That was another good pull. Because right. you said oh oh five and he goes, I think it's too early to be 04, so I'm gonna go 06. Yeah. So he tied it at three at that point. That was a good good trivia. Right. And then it was five three, five four, I think six four. And then, then you, to double. you doubled to go up eight double. Right. And it really wasn't you can't consider it a four point lead because you both doubled in the same round. So you had right. a four point lead for like a half a second. Before right. Before he right. made it eight six and then eight seven, eight, eight. And then took the took the uh, took the win in the twelfth round. Would have liked to see an overtime round, but that's an exciting finish on its own. So we'll leave the overtime qu- round question for another day. And um, that's it, Michael. We'll find you another opponent. Hopefully, Cart, maybe Ferulo, Brownie, whoever else has done to your trivia. And uh, you're one and zero on the season, and uh, it's a young season. So let's look. Let's all look forward to it. Anything else from anybody else? I, I actually enjoyed it. Like I said in the beginning, I knew it was going to be competitive. I felt like it was because I actually had to like think. There's been a few trivia rounds where, like, especially in the latter rounds, like the end or like the later rounds, um, you kind of, especially for me, like if I'm out or if it's like close, I kind of just send in like Hail Mary answers, or, yeah. or not even Hail Mary answers, it's like random ones. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Seth and I both really use the process, you know. But yeah. I would like. It's, to- all, it's always better when it's close. It's fun to watch, yeah. it's fun to listen to. Um, even like I'm happy people, I got the Rome one. I've had people say too that like on our past trivia episode they'll like play along as well. 
as if I they do were like a third. Yeah, as if they're like yeah. a third person, and it's fun for them because they're like competing against you guys. So it's yeah. not just you two going against each other. We have like our listeners are getting in on it as well. So I'm just excited for this season of trivia. It should be good. I'm glad we're bringing it back. It's just we really had no time to do it. We've all been wicked busy. Now it's summer. Things are opening back up um, in terms of just like our lives and our schedules. So there's more time for me to write the questions, more time for us to do this. And want to do a, a last minute, the match prediction, who we think is going to win between Phil and Brady and Bryson and Rogers. Sure. See, so what is it? Is it- it's Tuesday. It, that's why I'm bringing it up now. Cause I'm not, I don't know that we're going to have a podcast in between now right, and Tuesday. Before, like we, yeah. we very well could, but in the event that we don't, in the event that we don't, um, I don't know how they're going to do it. If it's going to be like a gimmick thing or if they're actually going to try. Well, also, they, they usually try. It's just, yeah. I felt like the, the, the one with Phil and Tigers got kind of stupid. Um, yeah, there were times with Brady, yeah. but like and, still um, like you had like the Brady hole out from like, yeah, but he sucked. Away. That's what pissed me off is he was horrible that whole day. And then he pulled out and everyone's like, oh, my God, John Brady's so good at golf. So, okay, so I hate both. Like, like I, Phil's my guy because he's a left-handed golfer and I'm a left-handed golfer. So, like, I love Phil. Right. But I don't want to see Brady win. But I hate Aaron Rodgers and I hate Bryson. Right. So, I think I'm just going to Process of elimination Phil. here. Yes. And not Brady. So, I want the Phil team to win but have Brady have nothing to do with it. Well, I wish I it were agree. like Brooks and um, Brooks and whoever against Bryce. I would give nothing more to see Brooks and Brady versus Bryson and Rogers. Right, that would be way that. better. How about Brooks' tweet today? With the, oh, so dude. Bryson's caddy quits, and Brooks is like, "Big shout out to my caddy. I love him so much." That was ruthless. He's Unreal. Five steps ahead of Bryson on everything. So Brooks Kepka has slid into the number two slot in my favorite golfers. Who's number one? Uh, Kevin Kisner. Okay. Mine's Colin Morikawa. I love Morikawa. Have you, I, just, I need to yeah, listen then, to some of the recent podcasts that he's been on. I watched him, but he's been my, I, I just think that he's probably right now the golfer that has the most juice. You know, like I think yeah. he's, he's consistently winning. Like you could say that about like Brooks and Bryson, but they miss cuts a lot too. Colin, right. Colin Morikawa is a clean cut guy. Like just like very humble has like a quirk, not quirkiness to him, but like he can be a little like he's got character. He's not like Tiger, where he's like emotionless on the golf course. He's young, he's tapped in, he's finishing top five pretty consistently. He's got a beautiful swing. He's got all the sponsorships. He's you see him in all the commercials. He's at the top of his game right now. He just won the US Open last year. I mean, it was this year, but last year. Um, he's far and away become my favorite because my other favorite, Ricky Fowler, fucking sucks. So, Paul <laughs> Morcal, I'm declaring it now as my favorite golfer. But yes, Michael, who do you think is going to win the match? Um, I want to see Phil win. Yeah. Just because I like Phil. I, I'm probably not even going to watch it, or at least plan on watching it. I'll maybe throw it on, but I really don't care. I think it's stupid. Depends on the weather. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to miss half of it, depending on how uh, high I am. So <laughs> That's right. You're going to be wisdom-toothed. By, but not wisdom tooth surgery, but me on wisdom yes. teeth drugs. At some unidentified time on Tuesday afternoon. We don't find that yeah. out until tomorrow. Yeah, nice. that's, that's a um, Yeah, but yeah, I feel like um, Bryson and Aaron Rodgers are both douchebags, so I don't want to see them. Yeah, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I can't stand him, bro. Yeah. All right, well, um, that's all we got for this one. Great trivia match, boys. Thank, thank everybody for listening. Episode 78. 
Um, a lot of stuff coming up between wiffle ball, just our podcast, trivia is back, streaming is going to be back. We're going to try and incorporate some other stuff too. Um, so just a good, good overall time to be uh, to be a TBR star. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, episode 78. Thank you all so much for listening. And I said on the last one, I'm going to say it again because I fucking love this phrase now. We will see you all on the cookies website. Good night, bitches.